Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. You can also read my regular CBSSports.com column agent's take on NFL salary cap and contract matters. Uh, Today we're going to focus on the major piece of business that the New York Jets have to take care of before training camp opens in late July. The Jets are officially ended their off-season workout program on Friday um, after canceling what was supposed to be the three-day mandatory minicamp held on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the um, 13th through the 15th. Well, there are actually two major pieces of business that the Jets are expected to take care of before the start of training camp in late July. One is signing Quentin Williams to contract extension. That's not, not, that's not what we're going to talk about today. Um, the other is doing something about Aaron Rodgers' contract. Now, as we all know, Aaron Rodgers was traded from the Green Bay Packers to the New York Jets along with Rodgers and a 2023 fifth-round pick, went to the Jets right before late April's draft um, for a 2023 second-round pick, a 2023 sixth-round pick, a conditional uh, 2024 second-round pick, and they swapped first-round picks. The Packers moved up two places to um, 13th from 15th, and Jets dropped to 15th. Now, the 2020. Uh, four second-round pick becomes a first-round pick if Rodgers takes at least 65% of the Jets' offensive snaps this season. Now, something that had to take place prior to the trade was Green Bay and Rodgers needed to adjust his contract for one reason, um, because the way it was originally structured, there was a $58.3 million option bonus, which was counting on the cap for the 22, 23, 24, 25, and 26 contract years. Now, um, had they not made the adjustment, then there was going to be $14.575 million of a cap hit that Green Bay was going to take. Now, that was something Green Bay didn't want to deal with. What Green Bay was comfortable with was there was going to be slightly over $40 million of dead money because of the way that um, the contract was originally structured. That, that Actually, $40,313,570 of dead money. Uh, $7,673,570 was pre-existing proration from previous Packers contracts, but that 2022 deal that he did had a $40.8 million roster bonus that was prorated. So there's the pre-existing proration from the other Packers deals plus the $32.64 uh, million. 
um, of proration. Now, what the original deal was, he became the first $50 million per year player in the NFL. And it was signed as a three-year deal, was what everyone considered it to be for $150.815 million. There were two below-market deals in 2025 and 2026 that no one expected Rodgers to play under. And they used a double option bonus with this contract structure. So he had the uh, $40.8 million roster bonus in 2022 that was fully guaranteed, so that got prorated. Now, in 2023, Rodgers was supposed to make $59.515 million where consisting of a 58.3 million roster option bonus, I should say, to exercise a 2025 contract year worth 20.9 million. Now, when you get, that his base salary is going to be 1.165 million, and he had a workout bonus of 50,000. Now, there's a second option in 2024. Rogers had a 49.25 million dollar base salary that's guaranteed for injury at signing. And then the $49.25 million is going to become fully guaranteed on the fifth day of the 2024 waiver period, which is five days after Super Bowl 58, which would be next February 16th. His 2024 base salary would reduce to $2.25 million, fully guaranteed for $49 million payment, which would be in the form of an option bonus to pick up a 2026 contract year worth $15.05 million. And the window to exercise both of these options, long window, which is highly unusual of option bonuses, typically their first to third day of the league year, first 10 days of a league year. But the option for 2023 was the first day of the 2023 league year to a day before Green Bay's first regular season game. Same window for the 2024 um, option. Um, first day of the 2024 league year until a day before Green Bay's first regular season game in 2024. Now, um, Joe Douglas, the general manager for the uh, Jets, said an appearance, recent appearance on um, PFTPM, uh, Pro Football Talk uh, PM, that the Jets were renegotiating Rodgers' contract. Uh, Now, he didn't know exactly what was going to happen when the Jets, and I mean the Packers, were reworking things uh, um, with Rogers' contract, but certainly wasn't what he didn't expect what happened to happen. He said, "We knew at the end of the trade that Aaron and Green Bay needed to work some things out. We didn't know the exact ramifications." Douglas said, "It was just important to us that the cap number wasn't going to go higher than it was at the time we agreed to it. We didn't know that it was actually going to go down to the minimum. So when they redid the deal, you know, we saw the new number. We knew that we saw that it was low for this year." We're still working on restructuring aspects of the deal as we speak, but we feel we're in a really good place. Now, the adjusted deal, yeah, it was pretty surprising. As I said, um, Green Bay renounced the rights to the option, so they don't have the uh, $14.57 million cap yet. As I've said, they have a salary cap charge, or what we call dead money, which is a salary cap charge for a player no longer on the roster, of $40,313,570 which to date is the second largest amount of dead money in NFL history for a single year. So now what Rogers contract looks like is that right now his 23 compensation, 
2023 compensation is a fully guaranteed $1.165 million base salary and the $50,000 workout bonus. So he's currently counting on the Jets salary cap at $1.215 million. Now, Rodgers is scheduled to make $107.6 million in 2024. His 2024 compensation now is $107.55 in base salary and a $50,000 workout bonus. The two below-market years, 2025 and 2026, were deleted when the options were taken out of the deal. So there's no 2024 option anymore. And he's only under contract 2023 and 2024. $58.3 million of his 2024 base salary is fully guaranteed. There's, I would be shocked if Aaron Rodgers played this entire season for basically league, league minimum plus a workout bonus. <laughs> so, um, the biggest unexpected change outside of shifting all the money around was that he gave up the 2024 guarantee. There have been reports that all $107.55 million of base salary is guaranteed. That is wrong. I've looked at the contract. The only guarantee is the $58.3 million from 2024. That's the only guarantee left. That is surprising because that hasn't been something you would ever expect Aaron Rodgers to do, is to give up a guarantee. He had $49.25 million, which was guaranteed for injury in 2024. That's gone. And it was going to become fully guaranteed February 16th, five days after the Super Bowl. That was going to put tremendous pressure... <laughs> on the Jets, make this contract onerous for Green for uh, the Jets. He gave it up. Now, it does kind of remind me of something Tom Brady did, not to this magnitude, but every time I've seen a high-profile quarterback give up any type of guarantee was Tom Brady in the end of the 2014 regular season. He gave up his skill guarantees for 2015, 16, and 17 for his base salaries. And the injury guarantees remained intact. Rodgers didn't even do that. He didn't leave the injury guarantee intact. And what Brady got in exchange was he had $1 million to add each of those base salaries. So right now, um, the Packers, not the Packers, I should say, the uh, Jets, according to NFLPA data, are sitting on $24,646,922 of cap space. Now, Quentin Williams, self-contained deal. They should create cap space from his fifth-year option. So they'll pick up, if it's structured like Jeffrey Simmons, Dexter Lawrence, they'll pick up 3 to $5 million of cap space, depending upon the exact structure. They're going to have to use some cap space on Rodgers. Now, what Joe Douglas was saying that what they were originally expecting was pretty much the deal to remain intact. (laughs) And had the deal remained intact, they were anticipating there would be a $15.79 million cap hit for Rodgers in 2023. The $58.3 million option bonus... Proration, because you'd be prorating that the proration would would 
we run through 2026, 2023 through 2026. He'd have the base salary that he does have and the workout bonus. That's where you get to $15.79 million. His 2024, 25, and 26 cap numbers were going to be $32,541,666. That's 2023. 2024 was going to be $51,141,000. And then 2026 would have been $45,291,668. $668, I should say. Now, it seems like they were comfortable having a $15.79 million cap hit. They, right now, shade under $25 million. We'll get a little more from Quinnen Williams. They'll still be in fairly decent shape cap-wise um, if they did contract restoration with Rodgers. Now, um, we'll get in that in a minute, but one thing um, Rodgers said when he was traded was he didn't anticipate this being a one-and-done. He had perfect tenants at OTAs this year, which is something that even though he did have a minor calf injury, and this is someone who didn't show up at Green Bay at anything that was voluntary for the most part uh, in the latter stages of his tenure there. Um, and by all accounts, he's been fully invested and engaged where he's hopping around to different position meetings, giving players pop quizzes. That They're in the honeymoon phase, New York. And this won't be a one and done if Rodgers feels this good about everything says this is the most fun he's had in years. That as long as he still feels that way, this is going to be more than a one-year adventure. But um, the easiest thing to do would be just to restore the contract in some way, shape, or form. That is, use the framework of the original deal, and you take that $58.3 million option bonus, and you turn it into a fully guaranteed roster bonus so it gets prorated. Now, he's only under contract through 2024. You're not going to add any new money to it, potentially. You go back to what he was supposed to make in 2020, in 2024. He was supposed to make uh, $49.25 million between his base salary and the option bonus, plus another 50000 and a workout bonus. So that's what you would restore. So you get him back to what he was supposed to make this year, now, you can't just prorate $58.3 million over two years. wouldn't work from a cap standpoint uh, for Green Bay. So you're going to have to add voiding dummy years to this deal in order for it, it to work. Now, you could add, I'm assuming you'd add voiding dummy years and not real years. You could do a realistic salary in 2026 instead, in 2025 instead. But you could have three voiding dummy years, 2025 through 2027. And you could take the $58.3 million fully guaranteed roster bonus that gets prorated. And then you'd have that on the cap at $11.66 million for each of those five years. Now, Rodgers is going to want it as fully guaranteed roster bonus, not a signing bonus. Since he's a year-to-year proposition at this point in his career, he's going to turn 40 in December. If it's a roster bonus, then the money is his free and clear after the 2023 league year for any type of contract breach, including retirement. That's why it was a roster bonus in the um, Green Bay deal he signed in March 2022. 
a signing bonus, then Green Bay would have rights to $46.64 million if he retired and stayed retired. If he retired after 2023 season, his signing bonus, unless he negotiated special language for um, bonus forfeiture, under the way it reads in the collective bargaining agreement, they could get $46.64 million back if he only played one year. So I don't expect it to be signing bonus because the rights and obligation the team has extend beyond the 2023 league year. As a roster bonus, they don't. The 2024 compensation would be restored to the $49.3 million. Um, question is, just to be on the safe side, even though we're in the honeymoon phase, seems great with him, you might want to stick that second option back in place pretty much the way it was where you'd have the $47 million option bonus, the, the $2.25 million base salary, keep the $50,000 workout bonus. Then you have the option year for 2024 pick up avoiding fake 2028 league year, so you could prorate the uh, option if you wanted to over 2024 through 2028. And then you could prorate that 47 million at 9.4 million for each of those years. Now, the Jets can easily handle an additional 11.66 million added to his current salary cap charge because they've got enough. The biggest drawback to taking this approach would be the dead money that um, there would be if Rodgers is one and done. He'll have 46.64 million dollars in dead money for him to play one season. Now, and if you do it this way and he plays two seasons because of all the bonus proration with the option bonus, you'd have $72.58 million of dead money that would have to be accounted for. There'd be a way for you to take it over two years as opposed to one where um, you'd be taking 21.06 in 2024. And then taking, um, I mean, in 2025, and then then taking uh, 51.52 in 2026. You could split it up. There's a way to split it up that way. But that's if uh, Rodgers played two years, um, and and you went and you went this route. And Rodgers has been someone that has been all about maximizing earnings. There have been three times in Rodgers' career where he's been made the highest paid player in the league. Um, his contract extension um, in 2013 made him the highest paid player in the league. He had one in 2018 that made him the highest paid player in the league. Then the one in 2022 made him the highest paid player in the league. So as long as Rodgers adds a decent chunk of change to his 2023 compensation, he is going to bypass Tom Brady as earning the most money from NFL player contracts throughout a career. Now, using NFLPA data, I manually calculated Brady having a record um, $317,594,794. What he's made from his player contracts. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is number two all time at $306,692,206 as of today. So, the fact that Aaron Rodgers gave up an injury guarantee in 2020, 
four, it's significant given how Aaron Rodgers has approached all of his contracts. He hasn't been Tom Brady, hasn't been a Patrick Mahomes, where he's looked out, well, let's try to do something where I get paid and we can account for other players and mass talent. Aaron Rodgers has been, hey, this is what I'm worth. I want to get paid that. It ain't my job to figure out the salary cap. That is your job. Now, Rodgers' track record does not suggest he's going to cut the Jets any slack in reworking his contract. Now, it'll be one interesting to see whether he goes for contract restoration and then how many actual real years there are. Is it going to be a real 2024 and a real 2025 or just a real 2023 and 2024? I suspect there'll at least be two new years. Now, there was a recently retired quarterback in the last few years that never gave his team a break financially on contracts until he was 39. Drew Brees with the Saints drove a hard bargain in every contract negotiation he had until he turned 39. In 2018, man, he had leverage that he chose not to use that instead of using other teams drive up what the price could be to go back to the Saints he didn't do that he just decided I'm going to sign a two year deal with the Saints for 50 million averaging 25 million per year 27 million fully guaranteed at the time, made him the highest, the seventh highest paid player in the league. When Breeze had been, he was the first twenty million dollar per year player in the NFL. In 2012, he became that. Then his next contract extension made him the second highest paid player in the league, um, or third at 24 million per year. So, became the seventh highest paid player. And then the final contract he signed during his 20 year career in the NFL as a 41 year old in. 2020, no raise. 50 million over two years. At that time, Breeze, along with Brady and Phillip Rivers, were tied as the league's 16th highest paid player by average yearly salary, 25 million per year. Now, Breeze, 39, first time he cuts Saints any type of slack or gives them a financial break in a contract. Rodgers, pushing 40. Could decide to go that route. Breeze, seventh in average. Now, there's still going to be some changes to the quarterback market, I suspect, before the end of the uh, offseason or before the regular season starts. You got two guys who are eligible for contract extension Cincinnati's Joe Burrow and the Los Angeles Chargers' Justin Herbert who are probably going to be at the top of the market. Whoever goes last will probably be the highest paid player in the league. Right now, it is Lamar Jackson at $52 million per year with the uh, Ravens, followed by Jalen Hurts at $51 million per year. Then you have Russell Wilson at $49 million per year. Those are the top three. Four and five right now are... Kyler Murray at $46.1 million per year. And you've got 
Deshaun Watson at $46 million per year. Then you've got Patrick Mahomes at $45 million per year. Those are top six. So you're going to have two more jump in. So that Mahomes is going to be eighth when it's all said and done. So if you want, for Rodgers is going to be in that Breeze neighborhood, then we're going to talk like 46 million, 46.25 million per year. So maybe he takes 46.25 million per year when the dust all settles. Because that'll, that'll put him same place Breeze was. And that's what, 92.5 million over two years is the average. That would be a monumental concession for Rodgers given his track record of his contracts. He's not Tom Brady. He's never been Tom Brady. Some people say he's never been Tom Brady on the field, even though he's more talented, gifted from a physical standpoint, because Brady's got more rings than anybody else as a quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers is sitting on one. Um, but that would be a monumental concession for Aaron Rodgers to go that route. Really do it? I don't know. Will be something else, but um, contract restoration, easiest thing you could do. Cutting some sort of slack, the Jets some sort of slack financially, wouldn't rule it out. Probably wants another ring for his legacy, and to do it for another team, can rub that in Green Bay's face, that it was them and their inability to build a proper team around me, not me. And that may be more of a motivation than money, given that he's going to be the highest paid player of all time in terms of career earnings, at least when he retires. There are going to be other quarterbacks that pass him, but um, he'll overtake Brady this year if they stick a decent amount of money money in his 2023 compensation back in. Now, something's probably going to get done before the start of training camp, so I'd look for that. And how it's structured will be very interesting. Well, that's going to be it for this week's Inside the Cap. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That is C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. You can also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters as well. Um, Thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here next time. Goodbye.